Now for something completely different, the corporeal manifestation of white noise. Here's Brian Wilson. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all sexes, and all of you counting the days down to the midterm elections, welcome to another tiptoe through the minefield of podcasting of something completely different. You know, no subject can nuke a conversation like abortion. From January of 74 to the June 24th SCOTUS decision overturning Roe v. Wade, abortion was spontaneously combustive. Social arson everywhere, anywhere, anytime, even among supporters or detractors. The instant someone said something insufficiently nuanced, it was game on. The SCOTUS reversal in June changed nothing in that regard. In fact, the rhetoric is hotter than ever as Democrats strain themselves making abortion and the Supreme Court the central issues in the upcoming midterm elections. Republicans, like Lindsey Graham, aren't exactly helping, if indeed that was his intent. Are they lying or are they just plain stupid? There's strong evidence of both. Did the SCOTUS decision outlaw abortion, as Democrats say? Did it strip away a constitutionally protected right, as Democrats say? Did it make abortion illegal? The answer is yes, if you're a liberal and capable of comprehending basic truth and fact, or a psychotic politician whose need for power has induced your own lobotomy. The simple, factual, legal reality is the decision did not strip away a constitutional right. It established no such right existed in the Constitution. Therefore, any legislative consideration was not within the purview of the federal government. It's up to the individual states, as established in the Tenth Amendment. The recent Supreme Court decision finally discovered the Constitution's silence on the subject. It didn't find the elusive right cleverly hidden like Sasquatch somewhere in the 14th Amendment, where only Henry Blackmum and some other supreme robes could see it. Anyone able to read even badly will not and cannot find the A word, suggestion, or direction anywhere in the Constitution. That simple reality was the foundation for the recent June decision. The right, quote unquote, was not removed. It never existed. The abortion question was punted back to the individual states where it rightfully belonged. To include the constitutional ingredient in your sacramental wafer, one must add the correct amount of states' rights. But wait, there's more. Pro-choicers need not lament. Abortion is still available most everywhere in America. It just may be not as ubiquitous as McDonald's, but your employer might even pay for you to get across the state line to a jurisdiction that will welcome you with nice warm forceps and a smile. Ironically, you'll have to check with your human relations department to see if that's part of your new benefits package. So it's not the dreaded prohibition of abortion, it's the inconvenience of not having the instant gratification of a comfy clinic just down the road. Hey, here's a neat idea. If your state's legislature does decide to render abortion illegal, Head on over to one that does not. Currently, there are eight states that allow abortion right up to the moment of birth. Any one of these would work really well for anyone who has a difficult time making decisions. If you plan on making abortion a regular part of your health care plan, moving would also be a good idea. But why do Democrats want so badly to kill babies? Many of the pro-choice crowds say, oh, no, 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 that's not that at all. Like the name says, it's about choice. We don't want other people, especially grody old white guys, telling us what to do to our body. 
to borrow the off-chatted phrase, our body, our choice. But hey now, free choice. There's something we can agree on. You know, it's never gone away. No legislature, no court, no president, no army can take away free choice. Ultimately, the choice may be somewhere between distasteful and repulsive, but the fact remains, freedom to choose is always an option. My body, my choice confirms the choice is yours. No person or government has the authority to say or act otherwise. Unfortunately, the catchy phrase morphed into a myopic rallying cry against anti-abortion laws while ignoring the entirety of the principle. If no person or entity has authority over your body, who does? You do. If you don't have exclusive private property rights to the life you own, who does? No one. Of course, with all matters of freedom, authority comes with individual responsibility, the responsibility of deciding what goes into your body. That includes a penis. If your denial of access is forcefully overridden, that's rape. And there are severe consequences for that violation of your person. If access is consensual and pregnancy results, that's conception. If the conception is unwanted, that's your choice too, as well as the failure to exercise your individual responsibility for authority over your body. It doesn't have to be that way. There are other choices, many of which are free. For example, just say no. This is the easiest and least expensive. If no doesn't work, your free 911 call will. Birth control. While available at any drugstore, grocery store, or truck stop restroom vending machine, there is a cost. Planned Parenthood and other so-called women's health agencies offer condoms free for the asking. So if funds are low, drop by and pick up a handful or two for that romantic weekend ahead. Celibacy is another inexpensive option. Similar to just say no, celibacy also tends to hamper an active sex life. Still, Lent and other religious occasions provide several opportunities per year to give it a try, again, at no cost. And finally, make your birth control decision fun. Throw a get acquainted party for your thighs. For most women, your knees and ankles will be the first to come along. Invite friends who may want to join the fun in saving time, money, and the mild discomfort of a DNC. Obviously, the liberal wing of the sisterhood and accompanying Democrats, even Catholic ones like Pelosi and Biden, want abortion to be your go-to choice for women's health and reproductive services. Abortions disguised as women's health or women's reproductive rights are big business, very profitable, from the variety of services covered, from free condoms to abortion to the sale of fetal body parts, all currently subsidized with taxpayer dollars. There are few franchises available out there that offer such financial rewards. But when the debate, demonstrations, pussy hats, and all are done and done, SCOTUS decisions included, until society becomes a living handmaid's tale, abortion will always be available, always a choice. It may be inconvenient, expensive, even illegal, but still available. In 1972, in Houston, Texas, just prior to Roe v. Wade, when abortion was illegal, a college student could get an abortion from a licensed physician in his office for around 500 bucks. Besides the cash, all it took was a weekend appointment when the office was officially closed. Illegal? Sure. For the doctor. Texas? Yeah. But only the terminally naive would think there weren't gobs of doctors across the country clandestinely offering similar services. That old coat hanger story was told primarily for its fear factor. 
As with most controversial issues, it all comes down to money and power wrung out of fear and ignorance. We are supposed to believe the preponderance of women of childbearing age want the choice of abortion. But like a child, they want it when they want it, and they want it free of charge and responsibility. Too many political psychos are happy to give it to them in exchange for the votes that keep them in power and control. You can support them November 8th or not. Your vote, your choice. Well, while you're chewing on that, don't fail to remember Halloween is still right around the pumpkin. So drop on by our notorious Facebook page and grab a couple of dozen of my books to throw at the kids that are pestering you during dinner. Yeah, I I know the books aren't edible. Neither are the children. But nevertheless, they'll probably wind up giving them to their parents. And since I still haven't been invited on Shark Tank, this is what represents our sneaky marketing scheme. That's about all the time we have for now before the parking meter runs out. Make sure to join us next time. Be sure not to miss it. I know I won't. For Joe Ted, our intrepid bus driver, still captain of our overhead bowling team, Brian Wilson here. Thanks for potting by. Okay, pull the plug, Joe.